hot dogs are hot dogs are good, man. I like hot dogs. I, okay, look, I'm not saying that hot dogs are bad. I'm saying that like why like why did why having sausage fingers trigger something? You know. Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of I Want to Talk Movies. My name is Andy. And I'm Andrew. How's it going, Andy? It's it's going. Um, I'm actually. I always, do I always say I'm excited? I like don't. I feel like I always say I'm excited, and I mean it's not that I'm not that I'm that I'm not uh, lying about being excited, but I'm just excited that we actually are going to talk about uh, our the main the main movie that we talked that we're going to talk about today, because uh, our main movie that we're going to cover today is going to be everything everywhere all at once, and I've been dying for Andrew to go check this out, um, and he found and he did. He actually just. Did you just get back literally like an hour ago? Yeah, I got back like 10 minutes ago, pretty much from saying that. <laughs> 10 minutes ago. <laughs> Make me feel like the bad guy and be like, hey, watch this. No, it was just, like, this was up. the best time to go see it. <laughs> Sunday Sunday afternoon. Sunday for sure. Um, but yeah, I'm ex- I, again, I always am excited, but I'm, I am excited about talking about this movie because it's a very unique movie and we'll get into it uh, when we get into that section. But uh, anyways, how are you doing? Pretty good. Now, it's funny, like last time we didn't have much to uh, talk about because there wasn't a whole lot that we were watching. And now there's like all at once. There's, I think, lots of different things starting all at once that are really cool that I want to watch. Yeah, we are getting hit with everything, uh, literally like just everything over the summer. We had like I think we before we started recording we mentioned Miss Marvel is gonna come out this week. We have three episodes of the boys that are ready to be that we have you know that that we're gonna discuss later on. And then we have Obi Wan that's ongoing. We have at the end of the summer we have uh, She Hulk. Uh, we have other movies that are gonna be coming out this also this summer. Like we have I'm gonna, I'm gonna go check out Top Gun. So we'll figure out if Andrew will be into talking about that. <laughs> but then we have the new the, the new Jurassic Park movie coming out. Yeah, and then we Stranger have, Things. The, oh, Stranger the, Things as well. The next season of yeah. Umbrella Academy is actually quite soon too, and I the I like the first season more, but I, I than the second. But I will probably watch the third, and I, I do like that show. I. It's funny because I like for the longest time I was not consuming television, right? Mike, I was consuming. Elden Ring. Uh, Just deep in Elden Ring. The game that you would argue is easier than Metroid Dread, right? I, Andrew, I'm not going to speak to that, okay? <laughs> but It's fine. I don't, I, I just couldn't, I, Metroid Dread doesn't get me, all right? And it's trying, and, and it, and it fucks me over, okay? And uh, I got, I got to get back into it. I kid you not, I have to get back into it because I have now had like this vendetta with Metroid Dread. Um, but anyways, um, I need to, yeah, we like, there's just a lot. Like so now, like there's just a lot of TV, a lot of well, just TV and movies to like that are, that are to be consumed because we have what else? Did I didn't mention like what we have Thor also coming out, and we have uh, yeah, Thor is pretty soon. I did not watch that trailer. Did you watch the trailer? They they, they released a full one. I did watch the full trailer. Ooh, you made a mistake, Andy. I feel like you shouldn't have done that. I've seen that Christian the image of Christian Bale, though. Yeah. I have a bad memory, so I don't remember everything from the trailer. 
but I am just excited to. I'm just I, again. I just I just want that. Like again, if they were saying, "Hey, a Thor movie's coming out in a month," there's gonna be no trailer for it, but it's just gonna come out next month. Okay, cool. Uh, I you have my take my money. You ha- you know I'm already gonna. I'm already I'm already there. There's already, I'm already in the seat like this. So kind of why I like the trailers. I mean, I don't. I mean, I know I know you have to like promote and tease stuff, but I guess because I'm cut. I guess like I'm already like sold to go to it. I don't really need it, right? But other movies, you know, like for example, what we're gonna talk about today. Like I would I was happy that I saw a trailer for it and be like, you know what? Yeah, I want to check it out because it seems like a really cool premise. Um. And it's a multiverse movie, so yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah so we're just gonna wait for our latest um, multiverse movie to come out a little later this year, which is gonna be the the new Flashpoint movie for DC. So oh gosh, yeah, that's the next one. Pff, I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Let's can we talk about WB real quick and the DC stuff real quick, just for like for like. What is there to talk about? I mean, like, they probably have no direction now because it's been absorbed by Discovery and, like, the probably the leadership has changed again in less than two years. So, I forgot, okay, because, again, it's always, like, hearsay, right? But oh, along with that, in the Amber Heard and Johnny Depp trail, uh, like, the, the trials just ended. So, what WBS said is that I think they had, like, a meeting and they're going to try to cut off everything that amber heard was in all the, all her scenes in the new aquaman oh my god they're gonna ruin that aquaman i mean like i could care less if she's in it or not like i i'm actually i i i didn't i don't even know what this trial really is about like i know it's like a libel trial and stuff i i could care less about their problems to be honest <laughs> um i'm glad they somehow got sorted out i guess but I just feel like, oh gosh, like how are you gonna fix that movie if she filmed that many scenes in it? It seems like she was probably a piv- pretty pivotal character, you know. Uh, it all depends on the writing, right? It all depends. On but then you're gonna have to go reshoot is. stuff. I guess if you have the if you have the ability to reshoot, but like who knows how much of an ability you have there because that's dependent on having access to people and then having access to certain amounts of money for the reshoots and other stuff. So well, so we'll see. I'm I'm excited to see what happens. I mean, I'm just so curious to see what what's gonna ha- come of Aquaman two. What's what's the whole thing? I mean, it's Jason Momoa, so I still want to see it because it's him. Along and so now talking about that, like we have the uh, Idra Miller situation with Flash, right? And he is actually like the lead, and probably has the most the most you know. FaceTime on on the on the show or on the movie, right? Because it's his movie, so it's going to be a little more awkward for that. And I think WB is like, you know what? We're just going to show the movie because it's going to be way too hard to just, you know, redo a whole movie and not have him be Flash. Yeah. Yeah. Which I think is kind of hilarious, but we'll see what Discovery comes up with. When it comes to now, like the reformatting of WB and all that, and you know, I still love some of the characters. I there they just they show some images of Blue Beetle, and I like the actor because he's in Cobra Kai, and the suit looks pretty cool. It looks pretty accurate to the comics. Was it actual images or was it like uh like drawings of it? No, actual images, like the actor oh, okay. in the suit. I didn't, I didn't look. I don't know. 
Yeah, it looks good. It looks good. Hopefully, uh, it'll get your your stamp of approval. Because I know you're pretty critical when it comes to uh, DC and, and costumes in general. I mean, hopefully, so. there's just not too many lines. That's you. <laughs> you don't need so many lines. Where do they Where do they draw the line, Andrew, on having too many lines? Not Not everyone needs like plated armor. Like I get it for Batman. Sure, you get Batman lots of plates and stuff. He has armor, but like not everyone needs that. That's hilarious. Uh, <laughs> well, I, again, I, I'll just I, I'll just be excited to see what happens with the movie and moving. I mean, hopefully, all the all the shit has caught after like after this phase ends for DC, we're gonna have hopefully a cleaner a cleaner ride with the DC stuff because I feel like once we get Black Adam, I think and Shazam too, I think things are gonna start you know becoming more smooth when it comes to to their stuff so, maybe yeah. we'll see we'll see there's supposedly going to be a trailer for the black like a full trailer for the black adam movie soon yep the they announced it for june 8th and that's a few days from yeah it's like in two days for for us or three days yeah but yeah i mean i mean i'm excited for again it's the rock so and it's black adams and they've been promoting like teasing and promoting and showing little bits of like costume and and whatnot for for black adam so we're finally gonna get something which is gonna be cool to to finally, to finally see something because it's been i feel like over five years that we've been getting teased for like a black yeah adam like him playing this role question two, yeah do you, do you know anyone who primarily knows the rock as an actor and doesn't really even know that they he used to be a wrestler have we had this discussion before no, I went to an amateur I mean, wrestling thing the other day, and I was talking to someone about this. Wait, like, what, what was the answer then? Like, did they 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 knew the, that the Rock they knew was the a wrestler, Rock, right? They knew the Rock was a wrestler too. But I talked to them like I I've spoken to people who are probably just because they're young, maybe people in their early mid twenties, because they would have been very they wouldn't have watched wrestling, right? They would have been very young during all that. And they were just like unaware. I mean, like they just didn't really know. They've always like known The Rock as an actor or something. I. Uh... I mean, I'm not necessarily surprised because he's been acting for like 20 years at this point, probably. Yeah, I just like it's just freaking me out because, at the same time, we're like aging ourselves because because The Rock being like a huge wrestler was like our childhood, which was like 20 years ago. Yeah, but he was Which like, is, his peak was probably in the late 90s, right? And then he probably left by. Yeah, like eight. like to early 2000s, because I think like one of the first movies that I remember seeing him in was. Uh, Scorpion King. Scorpion King was one of his, yeah, debuts. But as for like his solo movies, I think Walking Tall and uh, Rum, was it Rumble in the Jungle or whatever, or something like that. It, but it was it, but they were fun movies yeah so he started yeah. getting yeah so i mean scorpion king or no it was the scorpion yeah the scorpion king well, was it was the, the mummy the three movie. technically he was in the mummy three at the very very end mummy two because it was oh, mummy yeah, two mummy, yeah and then mummy three was a Jet Li mummy which i i i did not like i i liked mummy two was was good even though it had a bad cgi and had a a very awful acting at the end of it, which is no way. That movie hilarious. is awesome. It doesn't matter. It's a that's a classic I, at this point. I adore those movies. I like. I think last a few months ago, I rewatched it with a friend, and they still 
you let you you just appreciate Brendan Fraser because he's just incredible and fun to watch. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, it was funny because I was at this wrestling thing and I was talking to people. I was like telling like people about like that he didn't know anything about wrestling really, and I was telling him about like someone did a stinky face. Remember the stinky face? I like the the you, the butt thing. Yeah, the Rikishi used to do where he the Rikishi, yeah. His, yeah, so someone did that, and I was like, oh, my God, they took that, like, right out of the WWE, and someone's like, what? And I was like, yeah, it's called the Stinky Face. And they're like, what the fuck were you watching when you were a kid? And I was like, hey, man, like, this this big fat guy used to always do this thing called the Stinky Face, and he'd, he'd, he'd rub his his huge ass in people's faces. He would not just, like, rub his ass. He would, like, back it up into that face. I don't know how else to, like, describe it, but he would just back that 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 ass up into the face and like do it like thrust but the face yeah he really got in there i i hope the people who had to go through the stinky face at least got like a you know like a bonus there's like a a stinky face bonus that you have on on your check for that month you know at least 10 grand you know know, possible pink eye you you never know (laughs) and we all know the wwe doesn't have very good health insurance options so you know you got to pay for that uh, and to think, right, out of out of like sports entertainment where like people are tossing each other that they would have not so good. Uh, I actually watched um a few that last weekend. I actually went out to to visit a friend and and him and his girlfriend are really into wrestling. Uh, and they start and they they watch uh, AEW, and I started nice. watching. A- it. AEW's got a lot of the WWF people from it now, or WWE people have moved over. They- I think. Yeah, they they are, and it's it's incredible. It's, it's really fun to like. I've been having a blast watching some of the events that I've watched with them. We still, dude, Sting was isn't is in it, and yeah, he, but he's like a manager. He's not actually doing. He's is he doing matches? No, no, Andrew. Like, okay, story time for the wrestler Sting, and this is way off, but we're gonna talk about it because it's still related to television. Uh, I think a month ago, I went to see him. I went to hang out with them, right? And they're like, hey, we're doing a wrestling event and we're going to do, you know, pay per view. I'm like, oh, cool. I'm down. Like, I'll bring snacks and, like, we're going to watch it. He told me that Sting was in a, a triple, it was a triple ta- a tag team match. So it was three, three on three. Um, wait, what? No, it was three on three on three. So three tag, like, oh, like, wow. Yeah. And. They had, like, tables lined up or whatever, and, like, people are, like, tossing each other, like, over the rings and, like, taking out, like, the, the metal seats or whatever and everything you could think of, right? And then, like, the they start stacking up these two, like, four, like, two tables. Uh, So there's four tables, right? Two on top of, you know, two on top of each other lined up together. And it's pretty freaking tall. And I'm like, oh, who's going to be the one to, like, jump because in and, like, stick the landing? tables? Yeah, it was fucking Sting, a 65 year old man. He did the biggest stunt. Yeah, 65 did the biggest stunt of the night, and he you know hasn't wrestled I think since then. Um, because right now they did a thing where like they said oh his leg got broken right, which he's probably recovering from like all the shit that he did, but the guy will still do the that kind of crazy shit. Um, and it was the. I was like, dude, like this guy's 65 and he like did double double tables, you know, and like slammed into somebody, and it was it was great to watch, but I was worried because Sting was one of my favorite, like was probably like my favorite wrestler. I think people are always. It's funny. I, I heard Steve Austin came back and did a match, and I heard some people on a podcast I listened to 
where they were talking about it. And they said the entire match, they were, like, worried that Steve Austin's going to hurt himself because, like, dude, this guy's next is so bad. And I guess he did, like, a, he got, like, pile-driven or something. And they're like, no. And he was, like, fighting on concrete and stuff. And I think they said the whole time they were just, like, worried. They're like, they're like this is awesome, but I'm so worried Steve is going to hit, like, <laughs> just, like, yeah. super hurt himself because he hasn't wrestled in a long time either. I think for him it's been, like, 10-plus years. Yeah. He was still he's still a badass though. Like you can't tell he's me still he's a badass, a badass, but he's probably got he's probably got so much metal in his neck now because like I'm pretty sure his neck is super fucked up. Yeah. Chris Jericho is one of the main wrestlers for AEW. I think he's one. Of, I oh, think wow. he's a villain. He's 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 a villain right now for for it. Like he's not the main one of the main, but he's a recurring wrestling. He has recurring matches, and it's just hilarious. Like you can see his age. Um, I'm trying to think of else like I saw real quick too that I was gonna. I mean the Hardy cool, Boys. Like, is it the Hardy Boys? Both. The Hardy yeah, boys the Hardy Boys. Too. They 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 won the last match during the pay per view thing, and I thought that was kind of awesome. Uh, but it was it, it was it was cool. Like they they still got it. They're still people. They're still doing crazy shit, and it's still so entertaining to watch. I don't care what people what people call it fake or whatever, but there is some definite skill and no yeah, it's totally to entertaining yeah like, so we'll, we'll finish this up but the matches so i was watching amateur like amateur wrestling here and like they did this thing where you know i'm sure it wasn't as sharp as i thought it was but you know they threw tacks onto the table onto the ring because it was Shit. like a hardcore match so one of the guys who's my favorite santiago sangrieto he's my favorite guy um he was in a hardcore match he's super kick-ass he has this awesome skull mask and everything comes out in like a orange jumpsuit um but yeah they throw out the, the the pins and i was like and i was just thinking about like mankind like remember how like that i don't know if you remember that hell in a cell yeah. match with like mankind the, and undertaker and like undertaker yeah and like i think in retrospect if you look at mankind you look at mick foley and it's just so funny because you look back and you're like okay this guy was like not in shape at all really like i'm sure he's fine but he wasn't muscular but i was just like mankind he was just like i'll do anything he's like i don't care i'm i'm like way more hardcore than everyone it is nuts the shit that he went through uh like you know like god knows how tall that fucking hell in a cell was he just choke slammed through it i think into a table too yeah and i think he i think that was like the end of the match and they got the stretchers and he literally did like the thumbs up thing or whatever. He just like, or he fell unconscious for like about a minute or something. But I was watching a documentary on that. That documentary is still hard to watch because they show clips of you know the match and the the insanity from from that that Undertaker. It's, it's just insane. Yeah. yeah, it's absolutely insane what what McFoley put his body through. Like the fact that that guy's like not like permanently paralyzed is like probably a miracle. I. You know, I just, man, my my respect for people who who have that ability to do that kind of crap and and take the, that kind of hit, you know. So it's definitely again, it's just, it's its own art form and it's super entertaining. So I've been, I've, it's it's kind of fun that I've been getting a little bit of a some of the wrestling back into my system. So yeah, yeah, yeah. Wasn't gonna go from there, but uh, but cool. So how about let's go into our next thing of, of anything that, you know, let's to our next thing, some of the shows that we've been watching and whatnot. So let's which ones, the, which the, ones you want to start with? So what have we seen? I'll go with what I haven't watched that, that you and I haven't seen together. So 
I think I only have one thing to call out, which I finished the show Made for Love, season two. I was enjoying it for the most part, and then like by episode six, it got kind of nutty, and they did something I did not like, and it went in a totally different direction. So it started strong, and then just like completely flopped. I just was, I was just like. Uh, they just lost me. I was just, I was just, un, I was just unenthused by the, the six ace episode. I just like was was over it. But I had, but I was just, I'm like, all right, I'll just finish it. But yeah, let's start with uh, all right, let's just. All right. Andrew's gonna criticize me. <laughs> just disclaimer. I had nothing to. So last weekend, I had. I had nothing to do for the first time in a while. I've been going to see some families and do some, you know, been had some events going on where I've been traveling out, like driving out every weekend. But this weekend, uh, that last weekend, I finally had like a Saturday to myself. And I decided to just say, fuck it. I'm going to watch the entire Stranger Things season four, uh, the, the volume one. Jeez, that's like 10 hours, right? It's, it's like nine hours. Yeah. Um, I got as far as six and a half episodes. And that was a lot. That was over eight hours. And I took breaks. I like got up like I did like an episode or two together. And then like I would stretch my legs and then get something to snack on. Did one episode or half an episode. Then again, pause it to stretch my legs. But I... I don't think I can do the binge watching as much anymore. I think binge watching is dumb. I I think I think we've discovered that it is. I mean, like, if you want to do it, go for it. Great. Like, you still have those options to do it if you just wait. But I think in the long run, what ultimately just happens to a large proportion of people who end up binge watching is you just don't pay attention. Because humans are just like after like a certain. I mean, like, real. There's actual data. That shows that roughly you have about a 40 minute attention span for hearing someone talk, uh, you know, albeit like we're obviously able to pay attention to like longer movies and stuff like that, whatever. But there's, you know, there's precedent to know that our attention spans are a certain amount of time on average. And especially when you're at home, like if it's if you're at a movie theater, it's very different. You're at a movie theater, you're not going to like you've specifically come to go do this thing and watch something without disruption. But at home like disruption just exists like you know? like like your phone like your phone i yeah yeah I, it was weird because i i used to love like some of the best like viewing experiences was when you when you got like an entire season and you're like hell yeah this is gonna be my weekend new daredevil season new daredevil season that was on netflix right when i when it, you know when a new season would come up hell yeah i was for it let's go yeah, but, I, I did the same thing. I used to blow through those those Netflix ones. Those are some of the first ones. I would blow through those. And I think I blew through the first season of Stranger Things, and which was excellent. Like, I still, you know, and I, oh, man, like, I, it, it was just kind of crazy. Because now I'm starting to, again, like, I think we talked about it a couple times, but I'm starting to appreciate way more the the single release and weekly release not only is it kind of easier like you know to to manage that because like oh once a week to, you have something to look forward to once a week and then on top of that it's just like an hour of your time and i feel like also for a 
business model. It's a way smarter strategy than it is oh, to it's have way everything smarter. being I mean, consumed. Di- yeah, Disney definitely has more money from me just because of this. I, I also do like when they do the, the two or three episodes, too. Like, The Boys did it. Obi-Wan did it. I'm surprised mm-hmm. Obi-Wan did it. Like, I, I had no idea they were going to do that. They seem like they typically don't. They prefer not to just to keep, you know, more more content across a longer period of time. But I thought that was great, right? Because then you get a little more that first week. Um, Because, you know, which is awesome because your anticipation is probably kind of high for the beginning of anything. But then and then you switch back into weekly. I thought it was hilarious that Obi-Wan released on the same day as Stranger Things because like, like, oh, yeah, this Friday, both... Obi-Wan and Stranger Things come out, but in the next week, Obi-Wan's going to start coming out on a Wednesday, which I thought was kind of Yeah, that funny. was a little I'm like, weird. why? Yeah. So it's like, was Disney trying to give you, give like Netflix a, like a fuck you kind yeah, of deal? I like, I, I'm, and I'm really surprised that like Obi-Wan isn't Friday because also Miss Marvel starts and they'll be overlapping. So it seems like it would have been smarter to keep Star Wars on friday and then the marvel one on wednesday but now there's going to be two every wednesday for at least a couple weeks maybe three weeks or something hey i'm not at that i'll take it one episode of each that sounds good to me and then but see with with uh obi-wan we have well, i mean we have three episodes left yeah uh, but look okay, at uh how far did you get on stranger things so I watched the first two episodes and we talked about this is like those episodes, like I don't even know what the point of having episodes that long is. Like, I don't, I don't know what, I mean, this is all very nitpicky and weird because I just like look at this and I'm just like, what the fuck is Netflix's problem? So apparently they have like, each episode is like over an hour, which is, I think ridiculous. But then at some point I'm just like, well, I just pause and stop it. Like, whenever I think I'm going to pause, you know, like, I'm just like, okay, like, the scene broke, like, I'll come back later. So I don't care. So so at some point, I'm just like, okay, maybe you should just release this, like, a nine-hour thing and just people pause and come back whenever the fuck they want, I guess. Because that's what you're kind of promoting now with, like, a large demographic of people, I bet. I bet are doing this just because, you know, depending on depending on your schedule and stuff and how much time you actually have to watch television, like an hour and 20 minutes in one block, especially on certain, certain days is probably not going to happen for a lot of people. So I imagine you'll just pause it and go away like I did. But then I also found out like they're releasing the second part, which is only two episodes next month. Like what the fuck is that? Like you're going to release 90% of it and then wait. Like it just seems strange. It seems like so out of the ordinary for Netflix to do it this way. Like I just I have no idea what the premise of of this is or like why it, someone designed it this way. It's it has to be obviously to keep at least people subscribed for two months minimum so they can get their money's worth, right? Because right now, but that's it's like the, for the point next of Netflix. Month. The point of Netflix is not to do this, right? If the, and, and if you want to change it, change it. But like, don't half-ass it. Like just actually change. Like actually do part one and part two and put them a couple months apart. Like. Yeah, it's like the last Agreed. two episodes, like a month apart. Like that's so stupid. Agreed. I, I yeah, I'm not yeah, I 100 agree. Like either give me it all at once or do weekly releases, releases and stick to your guns, right? Because because Netflix has does do weekly weekly releases for some of like they've yeah, done they reality do. shows where they release like one or two episodes at a time or one episode at a time. They've done that, which I think why not? Like go ahead and and do that. Like if it's gonna 
if you're going to make an, a new, like, terms of use update or whatever, you're like, hey, our episodes are going to be releasing once a, once a week from now on because it is a smarter business strats like the binge watching era i think era is now over because i feel like we were able to do that more often back then than we can because like now with social well, media I think those, like i think they're going to keep going for it i think like we're now old enough that we don't have time for it as much anymore but there's still young people who will have time for it but think about it this way too though like compared to like how I'm just thinking about it. like 10 years ago, even even like seven to five years ago, we were able to have an easier mindset to binge something. Right. We only had a couple like one or two main social media platforms, like either Facebook or Instagram, you know, or whatever. And now we have like maybe three more of the things that add to it was Twitter, was TikTok, all the, you know, all the other social media platforms that like consume and then we have, you know, I feel like now the mainstream things of like content creators who will do YouTube, you know, stuff and and like what you know what I'm you know what I'm getting to, right? Like TikTok to, to YouTube and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, like no, just, the market is much more saturated now. It's it's like, yeah, an abundance of growth. And so like now that there's way more stuff to watch, there's way more content and like uh, and given to us in like either 30 second span of a TikTok or to like, you know, watching a, a, a YouTube video from like your favorite content creator or whatever. There's just so much other shit that's happening all at once that it's just insane. Like there was a more, I think, availability and like chance to uh, watch or like to, to binge watch an entire season of something compared to like now. Yeah. Uh, so it's just, it's just kind of crazy. And like, yeah, and I mean, like, yeah, Netflix saying this to, like, was binge-watching, but they've been bitching about, you know, password sharing and how they're losing money. So if they need to, like, change the stuff, like, they were, they've been ahead of the game for, for like, since the start. And now when there's competition and they're starting to lose a little bit of that competition, like, they, I think they're allowed to make some changes that can benefit them when it comes to, like, Hey, should we consider doing weekly weekly releases? Let's look at how our audience view their stuff now and consume their stuff. Like it's gonna be easy. Like you know, that's kind of what I'm saying. Like if they do the weekly releases, and there's and they're gonna do a show that you're really into, well now at least if they release it weekly and it's a ten episode thing, I we guarantee them being locked in for three months, right? So. There we go. We have, you know, or, and whatnot. That's why it was Disney, like, because they're starting to have not only the weekly releases, but, like, fresh new content from, like, uh, IP that we that we enjoy, like, from Star Wars and Marvel. Like, we're locked in weekly. Like, I haven't... I've had at least one thing to watch every week from Disney+. Plus, Whether it's a movie or whether it's, like, a Obi-Wan or Mandalorian show. Or yeah. any of the Marvel TVs, TV series. Yeah. So, yeah. Well, okay, yeah. Okay, it could be true. Th- that aside, yeah. getting back to uh, <laughs> Stranger Things, just to make sure we do get there. Um, yeah. I do like this season more than I remember liking season three so far. I've only watched two episodes, so maybe, maybe I don't know how it's going to turn out. But yeah. uh, those two episodes, I did very much enjoy, and I like the. You know, it was really dark, actually, like very dark, very quickly. So and I think like so I'll hold off in in like getting more into the details of the the show. So once you finish it, we can have more of a more of a deep dive discussion. Uh, because I because again, part of the issue of 
binge watching everything in one sitting that all the episodes kind of blur together. So I don't really, I don't remember like what happened specific, specifically in episode two and and one. I know that like it kind of gets started. I mean, they're effectively, so they're, I, I'm going to spoil this a little bit. I mean, like I imagine anyone who wants to watch this has probably at least watched episode two by now. But they're looking, so they found the first dead body of the girl. Um, yep. And then the end of episode two shows the second dead body of that, the friend of the sister. Nancy. I don't know any of these characters' names. Yeah, Nancy. Nancy's sister, yeah. Yeah. Oh, no, Nancy. Nancy is a sister. Yeah, so the the friend of Nancy. So th- so that's the, the first two episodes is everything through that. Uh, yeah. Uh, I I really I I really I this is probably my favorite season besides the first season. So I I definitely had a lot more fun and I enjoyed this yeah more of the writing and 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 whatnot. My only critique about this season is that and it, maybe you'll see this little going on a little more into the season, but I feel like there are. After thinking about it, because I thought it was fine, but there are a lot of characters that, you know, and they add more characters. So it feels like there was just a lot. And and, and it, why why I feel like there's a, like, you know, hour plus long episodes, because there's just so much ground to cover. So it's just kind of, it's a little, not challenging, but it's just there's a lot to, like, a lot to, like, you know, like, understand and, like, follow, right? It's almost like Game of Thrones, bunch of characters kind of deal, Um but, but yeah, and then so once you watch a little more of the episodes, then we can kind of get more into to a deeper discussion about the overall thoughts and and whatnot. I know that like uh, my for for me at least some of the strong people characters in this uh, like Sadie Sink and Millie Bobby Brown are like and uh, who plays and the guy cat who plays Dusty um, Gatton. I can't even pronounce his last name, but. Uh, they are like the heavy hitters for me in this uh, in this season. Those three, and then and then Steve. So like those four people. I'll leave it at that. I do like Steve a lot. Yeah. So those are the main characters that I think are the heavy hitters for for this season and who I enjoyed the most. But yeah. So once you get more into it, then I definitely want to have more of a in depth yeah, discussion. Yeah, we'll come back. We'll come back to that one. Yeah. Let's get into. I want to turn to uh, Obi Wan. Yeah, I was going to tell Obi-Wan, let's do it. Um, what are your initial first thoughts before we get into the spoilers? I, you know, I, I, I really like it so far. The only thing that I'm still, and I'm, we'll see how it goes, I'm a little conflicted on the on just, like, the premise of Leia being involved. Like, I, I just don't know how I feel about that yet. Right. Um, so whatever. We'll figure <laughs> it out um, by the end of it, whether or not... I think I liked it or not. So for now, I'm just a little neutral on that, like not a fan, but not negative on it. Um, but I really like it. I mean, like I like Ewan McGregor. I like seeing him like this. You know, he's clearly like holding like an immense amount of guilt and stuff from from Anakin. And man, that third episode is brutal. Like it, it's it's a t- it's the Vader that I wanted to see, and I'm glad they didn't dance around it and they just they just went into it. I've enjoyed them making me. I kind of feel like maybe it's the meme culture, right? Of like after after the prequels came out with Darth Vader, but I'm super enjoying them making me making me fear uh, Darth Vader. You know, from like I think the other best moment, you know, was from Rogue One, 
we only get like maybe a minute and a half of a or like a minute of Darth Vader, right? When he just tears through the freaking rebels. Yeah. And that's all you need. Like just cuz that again, how freaking terrifying and I, and I I am loving how I just thought it was a cool scene for episode three where they where they have to actually have a, like a battle there and Darth Vader's just a freaking badass and Obi-Wan's like in, yeah, in kind of like, he's yeah it's just crazy he's like snapping people's necks and stuff and the lightsaber battle and just like he's just like pretty much just wants to taunt uh uh Obi-Wan like he just like you know he kind of lets him get away which was a little weird but I think he just wants to hunt him and he just wants to he wants to torment him yeah and I'm I'm all for it. I feel like this is a good uh, <laughs> kind of like a good depressed Jedi story, uh, and I think it's fitting well. So and I and I'm ex- and I am enjoying the 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 Leia and Obi Wan. Uh, Do you like the Leia actress? I think she's doing a good job. I'm not. You don't think? I, I mean, the, part of the reason I'm a little neutral on this still, or like maybe not necessarily neutral, or just haven't decided. Like, I can't tell if it's a good idea that she's so self-aware and like acts so much older than she is or a bad idea like i i get that it's a good idea in the sense that like leia's very smart person raised by you know royalty and and everything and and she's courageous and stuff but then there's just moments where i'm just like i just don't believe that an eight-year-old kid would talk like this but i would believe i would argue i believe leia would well, that's the thing, and I still like I go back and forth. Like I just don't know yet, so we'll we'll see how it yeah. goes. I I I I can't tell. I have no idea. I, I mean, the way that they're selling it to me, I'm buying it. I I do I do enjoy, her, you know, uh, for her being a ten year old and like being pretty smart and like, and and they're hinting at at Leia's character being like force sensitive, which I think is kind of cool. Uh, yeah, they so. seem to be doing that. So I'm um, I'm I'm all yeah. for it. The other thing that I really like, I always like these scenes when they have to like hide amongst stormtroopers or like in stormtrooper <laughs> costume. I feel like that's classic Star Wars. Yeah, like they have to put on a stormtrooper costume or something and like get in and and something. So like I really love that scene when they're just sitting on that back of that truck and this, and like especially like just the way it was all goes on like. Like, you know, he didn't walk in the truck and then Leia makes him kind of get in and they go in and he sees the Empire logo and he's like, oh, fuck. Yeah. And then like just like the way it progresses, it keeps getting worse and worse. And then they're driving and like the, you know, the stormtroopers get on they start questioning him. I thought it's like it's, you know, it's one of those things where it's tense, you know, they'll get away. But I, I do think that there's like a, a lot of tension in those scenes. I like it. And and it's cool because like those moments too, like it's. I that was probably my favorite scene of that episode besides the Darth Vader Obi Wan fight, but like one the gimmick of like them hiding like in front of the stormtroopers, right? But second, like the character, there was just so much character like not development, but so much character back, you know, like uh, background in that in that particular scene. You know, was Obi Wan like pretending to act, but he's not acting right because he knows who Leia's mom is. He knows. That she passed away, he's been in love, and he's no, he's no, you know, he knows how it feels to lost a loved one or whatever. So, I thought it was just like, and again, I feel like Leia kind of is force sensitive, where he's like, she's like, oh wow, this guy's being like real when it comes to like what he's saying. Um, but I, I appreciated those, the little moments. I thought was good 
for that particular scene. Yeah. And what, what did you think of <laughs> so this is some funny cameos? So apparently, I didn't realize this was Zach Braff. I thought it was Seth Rogen's yeah. voice. No, it really I, sounds I, like I, Seth Rogen, the mole. Once I once I read that it was Zach Braff, I could hear his voice. I'm like, okay, okay. So I thought it was funny. I'm like, that's super cool that like they'll just do like you know. I don't know whether it's just like, oh, uh, the director or somebody I know a guy, like, hey, do you want a cameo, that, you know, in this? Or or if it's the power of Star Wars of like, hey, we have a open scene for this character. You want to get into like a cool costume and, and like do this and play? And they're like, yeah, let's do it. So. Yeah. And then what's his face? Who I I wonder if he'll come back. Um, I. I Camille Nijani. Yeah. Uh, yeah. That was cool I, to see I, him in it. I'd like to see him more if if they bring him back. I don't I don't know. It might have just been that one episode. I I like I like this character. It's very like what um he would. I feel like it's very typecast, right? With the kind of character that he would play. Yeah, it's it's similar. I mean, it, yeah. it's similar to his Marvel role. It's not necessarily it's not similar to his Silicon Valley role, but he has been kind of oddly enough now typecast as like the arrogant, funny dick. Yeah. 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 And I, I liked I, I I liked his character so, and it was fun so I'll be I'll be excited like, like you said I'll be, I'm hopefully we'll see more of him. It was fun seeing him be like oh yeah I'm a Jedi like you know hiding or whatever and like making money off of people that way. Yeah I so. think stuff like that is funny too because it's just like they're like real world implications of Jedi's existing. I think that that you know those kind of little things are funny. Yeah, so I I feel like we'll see him more but it was fun seeing. It was fun seeing him in, in that scene and and like knowing that he's still he's still good in nature, I guess, you know, uh, when he helped uh, Obi-Wan and, and Leia kind of escape or whatever. But yeah, yeah, I I definitely I'm definitely enjoying the series more than I thought. I definitely am enjoying it more than uh, the book of Boba Fett for the most part for the first rather than, you know, so. For the first few yeah, episodes, I'm enjoying it more. I, I do. I I I really like Boba Fett. I think I liked it more than maybe most people. But I understand what I understand what you mean. I think Ewan McGregor is probably just like a better actor than I <laughs> don't know that guy's name. Although Boba Fett made a cameo too. He played a stormtrooper. Did he? So that was him. That was that was the same actor because so Boba Fett, his dad Jango Fett, uh, all of the stormtroopers are clones of him, right? So technically, all of the stormtroopers should look like Jango Fett, but the actor who played Jango Fett is the one that played Boba Fett, which makes sense, right? Because Boba Fett should look like uh, his dad. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think was he even a clone too, or was he like a biological son? I can't even remember. Who Boba Fett? Yeah. Boba Fett was not a clone. Um, he was not a clone of his dad. Okay. No. Yeah. Anyway, so but it was the same clone. actor. Mm-hmm. In 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 uh, Obi Wan, there's that where they see the um, the stormtrooper with the helmet off and the big beard. That was him. Gotcha. 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 Yeah, I I feel like I want to like actually watch some of the recommended stuff that you said before watching Obi Wan, like the Rebel episodes or like the Storm. More like the. They uh, have lists, which which helps a lot actually. Yeah, because uh, I think they have some like best of or like, oh, like here are all the good Darth Maul episodes and stuff. 
I should. I, I don't know if I could sit through like all of like Clone Wars. It's a lot. Uh, Clone Wars is a lot. And then watching Rebels, like Clone Wars is like eight seasons or something. And then Rebels is like three. I've forgotten yeah, the vast majority of it. And I've even went back and watched some. Like I went back and rewatched all the Maul episodes. So I wanted to remember like his history. And now I've already forgotten again, I'm sure. Right. Do you feel like, I mean, we have three episodes left, right? So like, they kind of already hit the peak. But do you feel like we're going to see, like, any, like, major cameos? Because, like, I think I mentioned last time, I really want to see Darth Maul. I mean, there's going to be a Liam Neeson one, for sure. We know that. Yeah, they're hinting at that. That seems like, get, yeah. like, there has to be a Force ghost of Qui-Gon, mm-hmm. which I think that's awesome. I would think it would be amazing if Maul shows up, but I, I assume he's not. Yeah, it's a stretch, but it's a stretch that I really, really want to see. Like, but no, I, I, 100%. Like Qui Gon Jinn, we have to see a little bit of him, uh, in, in Force, and yeah, in that. So, I'm hoping, but yeah, I'm all for it. I want to continue, continue it. And maybe, maybe, uh, Mace Windu is secretly alive too. <laughs> that would be ridiculous. Bro, if this is how uh, they tell only, us that Mace Windu is still alive. If only, because I would love to see Samuel Jackson come back. You know, so he's a he's a badass motherfucker. So I will always be be that. So, um, what should we call it? So yeah, let that's we one. We'll we'll continue talking about that on the weekly basis of what you know, or at least the next two. Yeah, we'll have the two episodes next time we 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 chat, and then we'll have uh, or maybe even three. We'll see. And uh, what else do we have? Uh, and we'll have Miss Marvel. You want to mention the boys? Time. Don't spoil what? it though. You can mention. Oh the no, boys, I have but do my sex. No, Andrew, you, Andrew, you promised me a segment where I get to talk about the boys and and say everything Absolutely and anything not. I want. Do not spoil it. All right, I'm so waiting. Dawn, three, two, one. Don't you leave, Andrew? Okay. I'm gonna be so pissed if you spoil something. <laughs> no, I. The troll in me wants to, but. I respect the I respect the 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 you know not spoiling too much to actually spoil it, but I will give you my 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 general thoughts on this season. Um, or the first like three episodes that they put out, the boys continues to hit hard and they do not hold back. Like when it comes to everything, uh, so it's still gritty still awesome still good still like freaking scary culturally relevant all the scenes and whatnot and so yeah i'm having a blast watching watching the boys again i'm so happy it's back and i'm glad that we have three episodes three episodes to start strong with so yeah so andrew get on it because we need to talk about it yep next week next week i'll watch the four so four episodes yeah like I said, they don't they don't fucking hold back. It's just oh man, it's crazy. No, they really so. don't. I, I I'm still like I'm just so surprised that this is like Amazon's like it's probably not Amazon's necessarily like flagship show, but it's like probably one of their top five. I would assume in terms of popularity. I would say uh, I so. Know if Amazon has a flagship show that they've really made. I guess King and the whatever the Tower, whatever that that alt history one where the Nazis win World War Two was pretty popular for a while. Mm, I don't remember. I didn't hear about that one. Um, but, but yeah, I don't, otherwise, 
I think it's just it's just very interesting that this is like yeah. their most popular thing they're probably producing right now. It's just it's just crazy, man. Like they're not afraid to hold back, and like it's almost like it's, I think it's even more like it's more intense than like what what they what we see in, like what we would see on like an uh in an HBO show. Yeah, like no, I'll, just, I'll just tell you that. I'll just tell you that. Yeah, just they when I say they don't hold back when it comes to like fucked up shit, they do not hold back. Um, especially having a character like Homelander, like they they just like, yep, this is something he would do. They defined their characters really well in this freaking show, so it's like they just, yep, we're gonna commit to what what he would do in this scenario, you know. So it's uh yeah, so we'll have we'll have definitely a fun conversation with with the boys once uh, once you get caught up. But yeah, you're gonna you're gonna love it, so for sure. I'm sure. So, yeah. Uh, let's see. Uh, I guess yeah. Let's let's get into our main, our to our main, uh, the movie discussion of everything everywhere all at once. Uh, I have been. When did I see this? I saw this in April, and I've been begging Andrew to watch it. And we are now in the beginning of June, and we are now able to uh, talk about it. So. This has been A24's highest grossing movie so far. Uh, and I love A24 because they're right now, out of all the uh, like movie companies, I feel like A24 is like the one company that like is the more the more artsy one that's letting people or or like filmmakers kind of direct what they want to do and how they want to make it. You know, it's not a fran. They're they're not franchise. They're not like a franchise company like the like WB and like uh, Disney and Marvel and all that all that good stuff. But A twenty four, they mainly also do more like horror movies and like whatnot. Like they'll they'll do like a movie and like also like co produce with like Blumhouse. Uh, they've done. I think they produced Jordan Peele's movies. Uh, like I think they did. Was, I'm trying to figure out if uh, Get Out was part of A24 as well. Uh, no, I don't think it was. But but yeah, this has been like the highest grossing A24 movie, and I believe it deserves it. It's uh, It's been one of my favorite movies released of the year. Uh, what else can I say? It was um, directed, I have to mention this, directed by the Daniels. And we're in Rabbit Daniels. This is the one. I think this is like their second movie debut. They used to do music videos, and their first movie was called Swiss Army Man, which was Daniel Radcliffe and Donald Paul or whatever. I think Dino Paul was his last. He played the Riddler in the Batman. And I feel like I, mean, I apologize that I'm butchering his name. Oh no, I think it's Paul Dano. Paul Dano. What the fuck am I? Yeah, sorry about that. So Paul Dano. Uh, and Daniel Radcliffe. They yeah. So if you have not seen Swiss Army Army Man, like watch that. It's a really also very thought provoking movie and well acted and written and everything. And now with everything everywhere all at once, this is their second film. Uh, and I feel like when was uh I think it was 2016 when Swiss Army Man came out. So it's been it's been like six years since their last movie. Which kind of shows you, right? Like, 
you know, like if you're gonna make a movie, like you know, when you take your time with it and like want to make it perfect, this is what the results that you get. Uh, so who in this movie also this movie stars Michelle Yeoh as Evelyn Wang and Stephanie H U as Joy Wang and King Hui Kwan as uh, Women Wang. And if you I don't know who that guy is, he was the the kid from the Goonies. So he was one of the Goonies. Which was that that was kind of cool. Uh, but yeah. And then we have a, like we have cameos from Jimmy Jimmy Lee Curtis and Jenny Slate. So it was kind of cool. I, I didn't realize that was Jamie Lee Curtis until after I left the movie. Are you fucking? <laughs> no, I just didn't notice. I'll let that one slide. Holy shit. Um, that's funny. But uh, she play, she she does an incredible job, Jamie Lee Curtis. So, but yeah. Okay, so I'll have to. Okay, Andrew. Like I know I was I'm more excited about talking about this. But what were your what were your thoughts? On this. No, I mean, like, I, I really liked it. I thought it was a good movie. The only thing I said was, like, I, I think it's probably too long. Um, I mean, it was, like, two and a half hours, which I think is, I mean, I, I wonder if they could have done the same thing in two hours. But I, li- I like the messaging of it. It's a really interesting movie. I mean, like, it's almost like this strange borderline Rick and Morty kind of thing, to be honest, too. There's definitely things in there that remind me of Rick and Morty. I think it's interesting that now the multiverse is a concept that we just assume that the general public wants to look at and think about, which is great because I think it's interesting science fiction. Yeah. Um, and then the messaging in here about, you know, life and stuff like that is is also very interesting. So to read the premise from the INDB, it's like it's it just kind of says an, an aging Chinese immigrant uh, is swept into an insane adventure where she alone can save the world by exploring other universes connecting with the lives that she could have had led um so it's just yeah it opens the concept of like the multiverse uh being a thing it's just like so as we get into this we're going to spoil it we're going to spoil from the beginning because it's just so much like to to discuss and and whatnot but yeah i i love this movie from just from start to finish and the, the like it's kind of crazy like the how I guess let me see if I can describe how this best works right the way that like the rules work for like the multiverse right so like you have to do something so obscure something that you wouldn't do right like by the you know as simple either as biting like a plant you know to trigger you know another like unit like something that you would do in another universe or whatever or like eating a snail or whatever like a live snail. Uh, yeah, there's all sorts of weird things. Yeah, some kind of weird shit that you would do that like would trigger another version of yourself, like that. That like what would lead on to that, and like it. It and to me, like they did not hold back into like the creativeness, into the weirdness. They just kind of let it all go. You know, they pretty much just like like no, let's embrace the weirdness, let's embrace like the whole artistic side of it. Or like there was a universe of sausage fingers, which I thought was hilarious. That's um, like the Rick and Morty thing. Like that, that yeah. very much reminded me of like this like a live action Rick and Morty thing. Yeah. I I thought it was I thought it was so great and creative. My other favorite one was like the freaking uh, the the Ratatouille one. Was it was the was the raccoon Tui? I thought it was super fun to see that. Those were like the two that like stood out for me. Uh, but overall, I just feel like this movie had so much heart to it, and it pulled on like 
the emotional strings that I have not, you know, that I haven't, um, I haven't felt in a long time or haven't felt before in a movie, right? Just with like the daughter and the mother and this and like how the daughter is like the, she's not. I don't want to say she's a villain, right? But like, I I, no, I understand. Don't really, yeah. I think there is a villain, but I, I know what you mean. Yeah. Like, but it's her versus her mom and, like, trying to get to, like, an understanding of each other. Uh, but with, like, how the, the like, you know, but understanding part of, like, the culture that they live on and, and seeing how, like, and maybe because I tried to grow from this, but, like, as a, a you know, a child from an immigrant, you know, like, a, from an immigrant parents, right, like, there's some traditions or way of being that they want to hold on to or that's the way they are, right? That like growing up in a different country or like the United States, like, you know, it's it's kind of, you know, you have a hard time sometimes understanding those viewpoints when you like are like, I guess, Americanized in my eyes or whatever. Um, but you learn to kind of like still embrace, you know, and understand them. Like just in the moments that you had, like, you know, if someone the mom would make me comment, it's like, oh, if she like says something mean, then like that means that you are someone of value. Like when she tells, when Michelle Yeoh tells like her, you know, her daughter's girlfriend saying, oh, you know, you should grow your hair out or whatever, like, or give like some kind of like comment like that. That like, it actually is a sign of like endearment. That like, hey, you know that you kind of are you know like like you're a part of the family now if i'm giving you like if i'm like criticizing you or something like that you know so yeah no it's interesting actually the funny thing is someone pointed out to me did you see the pixar movie red yeah yeah i thought, the it, was, new one? I thought it was good yeah they're similar in theme i think they're quite similar in theme yeah yeah, like yeah. the struggles that I mean, like it, it, they're literally similar in the sense that it's like the whole movie is about like the struggles that a mother and a daughter have with a relationship. Mm-hmm. Um, but I even think it goes like it's it's even a little more specific in terms of the type of struggle that they're having, like with with like being able to maintain an open relationship and the difficulty it places on them long term. Yeah, I just like I don't know. I I just like was very again was was uh joy's you know perspective the daughter i don't know if, if it's just my mental state but like her explanation of like you know just you know going to a world of nothingness or whatever and like being a rock like i've never related to something so hard you know in a movie that i completely understood like yeah that's i know where that state of mind is i know where that state of like lost and and everything is uh and I get it, right? And then I get, and then like the point of, you know, the like, you know, the Michelle Yeoh's part of like being a mom, like being like, regardless of like how angry I get, regardless of how upset, like I still want to be with you. Like I still want, I mean, I wouldn't want you. I still want to be in the same room with you. Like I wouldn't want any other kind of daughter or any other kind of person. Like it's just the, you know, they push the the emotional aspect to to like a new level for me. So I'm like, dang. Um, so yeah no it was really good in that sense i like that a lot and i mean like they present it in a really interesting way too i mean like i think some things about it are presented uh i don't in ways that probably they wouldn't have done in the past like one thing that i liked was that like you know they're constantly switching between 
English and I don't know, maybe it was Mandarin. I have no idea. I assume it was Mandarin. Mm-hmm. Um, some Chinese dialect, or I don't even know, if, uh, whatever. Uh, let's go with Mandarin. So, but I like how they're switching back and forth between it, right? And like, I, it was a little difficult for me because the subtitles were in Spanish, and like, I need a little more time to read Spanish, like a little faster than they were going. So, but I got the gist of everything they were saying most of the time. Right. But I like that they do that because I think there's such a default to like, like, oh no, it's an American audience. We should just like make them all be speaking English all the time, but. I think there's like some, I mean, there's a scenario for what it calls for and it makes the movie probably more authentic sometimes and like relatable and interesting and like people are smart and can read, like it's not a big deal. Mm-hmm. Like I still think they should be doing it more in like some of the Marvel movies because they'll go to some place and it's like, dude, why is everyone here speaking English? Just put subtitles on. Yep. I'm, I'm all for it. Yeah. If it feels, if it makes it feel more authentic to what, you know, make more and more authentic and makes more sense. Like, yeah. And like, give me the subtitles. I don't mind it at all. It makes me, it, it's going to make me be more immersed into the movie than not, you know? So. Yeah. And it, it felt to me like what a, probably a family who's moved here from China looks like. It probably is a lot of switching back and forth and like, just like mixed in things. Right. Their daughter probably is adjusted to predominantly speaking English. Like the parents, you know, obviously there's even like, they point out like, you know, they were bringing her to the auditors because she needed trans, like the parents needed some help with certain words that they just don't know. And they wanted her to help translate. So I like that a lot. And then obviously the movie's just weird as shit. Like it looks really weird. It moves really fast and like sets up the premise of like this lady moving through the multiverse in all sorts of weird ways. And like the imagery that comes along with how they fight and stuff. She's such a badass too. Like she's still so good at like chore- choreography. Yep. Um, I, she's been, I think she's been in some like, uh, I mean, obviously she's done some like martial art movies and whatnot, but she like is legit like a badass and and what she knows. And I, I think she was even like in a Jackie Chan movie. I don't remember the, what it's called, but that I just yeah I loved like again it comes from like really good action to very emotional all like again all at once you know uh, so like so crazy bonkers like. I, I still can't forget the moment, you know, like the when she's in the office and like the two guys are trying to like get, you know, get powers from like an, another universe or whatever, and they literally have to shove things up their asses to 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 trigger that. And so you see one dude with like a big trophy sticking out their ass that the entire fight scene. Yeah. So Jeez. I'm just like, that's just incredible. I'm like, who? Like, obviously, this is something so silly that you would, like, on paper, like, haha, yeah, yeah, like, are we going to really do that? No, yeah, let's really do that, like, and make it work, you know? Yeah, it does. For, like, the ridiculous, just for how ridiculous and, and crazy it is. And the hot dogs when they're, like, pouring mustard and ketchup on each other. I really wanted a hot oh, dog after this, actually. God. There's a hot dog place really? next to my house, and it was, it was closed. Did you not want a hot dog after this? Like, were you kind of, no. like, mildly disgusted, and you're like, I don't want a hot dog? I, yeah, Andrew, I was like, I'm I don't good. know what that says about me then. I don't the fact know that I either. Wanted a hot dog. Um, you know, we'll, we could have a, an off the record discussion about that, maybe. Uh, hot dogs are hot dogs are good, man. I like hot dogs. I, okay, look, I'm not saying that hot dogs are bad. I'm saying that like, why, like, why did why having sausage fingers? trigger something you know as i, just, I, just, I don't know i was I just thinking i was like man i haven't had a hot dog in a long time yeah, kind of want okay. one 
Continue. Hot dogs are good. Let's just uh, go from there. Um, but yeah, I'm trying to figure out, like, you know. Oh, I want to talk a little bit about um, uh, Wayman's uh, Wang, the dad, because I thought it was a really cool, a really cool, like, explanation to, like, you know, how we deal with, like, hard times and stress, right? And and like it was a really cool realization for for Evelyn's character to like see that like you know the way that like her husband deals with like hard times and stress is by humor, and choosing to and choosing to always use kindness and and like over you know kindness you know as a strength you know to to like pull keep the keep the family together you know because sometimes kindness can be like usually kindness to me sometimes can be seen as weakness right. Which, like, for me, is always, you know, I feel like people see kindness as weakness, and I don't agree with that. I feel like kindness is, like, a, a strength that people kind of oversee, and it's and it was great to see that, like, the dad's, like, kindness was, like, the strength that was hoping, that was holding the family together for the most part, even with, like, the googly eyes and whatnot, so. Yeah. You know, the googly eyes are funny, too, and it comes back around at the end, too, which is, which is funny. Yeah. I had a lot of fun with that. Um Let's see, I'm trying, any other, like, I just also appreciated, like, some of the cinematic, what it's a shot, something, like, one of my favorite shots was, like, when we first get to see the daughter introduced as, like, the, you know, the main, the main, like, person, villain in the world, right? Because, like, they, they see her as a villain. Just the, the way that she tilts the bottle and the camera kind of tilts with it or whatever, as she's coming into that universe, I thought was beautifully shot i don't know why that's my favorite shot that they did but that scene and like the rock scene i like loved for some reason i really liked i i the rock scene was tough for me because i didn't get to read all of it because it was going fast i got the gist of it but yeah probably would have been more impactful if i understood everything they wrote everything they were saying makes yeah that makes sense um so what we have to do is we have to what it's going to come out to rent and buy <laughs> on this in a couple in like two weeks so it's so long i don't know it. if i can watch it all again i mean oh, the only God. negative thing was towards the end towards the end i was thinking i was like is this almost over which is never a good sign but i mean like i legitimately did like it it is very weird and i like weird shit and i like it when people are just like given license to do whatever their artistic vision is and i mean like i couldn't imagine someone having edited this to fit someone else's like artistic vision it just all seems so unique that it's just they were they made a film that was completely aligned with what they wanted to make i assume so i appreciate that um overall yeah yep uh i'm i'm glad that you watched it and i enjoyed the shit out of it i can't wait to watch it again i i want to own this movie and like you like buy a poster how, of it how did you hear about it did you saw a preview for it i guess i no yeah i saw a preview of it and then like i looked it up and then once i heard who the directors were and it was an a, a24 flick i'm just like all right i'm i'm all for it i i'm sold and then i was so eager to see was it, it where did you see it? Was it played at the main theaters, or was it like kind of like like a Del Mar movie? No, dude, I had to go to I had to go to Dublin. I had to go to uh, our hometown. Uh, and, the big Regal. 
yeah, to the to the big regal because they weren't showing they weren't showing this movie up here until like maybe two weeks later or a week later. And I had a trip to my home, hometown. That, that's one of the weekends. That's one of the weekends where I, had, I was out of town. So I hit up a friend of mine, and I'm like, "Hey, I have some time to kill this morning. You want to come check this out?" And so he said, "Sure." So I went to go see it at the Regal, and then my friend Patrick, I he didn't know that I saw it before him, but I wanted to see it again. So I went and saw it with him at the theater here because we both saw Swiss Army Man in theaters and we both loved it so then we you know i'm like hey it's the same directors blah blah blah. and he's like oh i'm i'm sold let's go check it out so we um yeah no we i i i again i that's how uh i mean i loved it so i just don't remember exactly how i heard it but yeah it was produced by the russo brothers too i noticed at the end yeah 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 which the russo brother has another movie coming out called the gray man um I don't know if you heard of it, but it's a Netflix original. I don't think so. Uh, let's see. I did see that there's a new Netflix original that Adam Sandler is in. So actually, yeah. this maybe good. Who knows? Uncut Gems is an amazing movie, so like I'm never gonna discard Adam Sandler again. <laughs> um, I I am definitely gonna. So here's what irritates me is that. Uh, what irritates me is that like I was gonna I was thinking about canceling Netflix, right? And I'm gonna keep it because that I want to see the Adam Sandler movie because it looks good and it's the same like you said. Oh, same, really? The basketball one. Yeah, the basketball one. Um, I'm trying to figure out. Yeah, the Gray Man uh, is something. It's gonna come out. I think. Yeah. What the hell? Um, sometime next month. But it's the but it's directed by the Russo brothers. So, oh, July twenty second, on Netflix. So we have two movies coming out in July, which is the Adam Sandler one and uh, I think it's called The Hustle. And then this one is and then the the Gray Man, which is with uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans, uh, Anna Del Rey. Uh, so we have a a really good a really good cast already. Um, so yeah, well you let me know if you want to talk about that movie because I I really want to um yeah do it. Um, wasn't gonna ask you, uh, but before we go to you know future stuff, is there anything you want to mention about everything everywhere all at once? Any final thoughts? No, it's really cool. I mean, like it's a really cool interpretation of the multiverse. Uh-huh. So if Given that you know we we currently now have a it's 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 fully in the zeitgeist the multiverse. Um, yeah. This is a this is a cool fun interpretation of it. There's like a nice you know this. I'm sure it hits harder for some people who can relate emotionally to the kind of the conflict going on between the mother and the daughter. Yeah. Um, so if that happens to be like you or whoever's watching it, like it's probably like you'll love it even more, or at least you'll you'll enjoy it because it'll be more. Um, probably a lot more thoughtful for you like you'll make you think more about lots of stuff but i mean like but it's also like weird and wacky so it's not all just like super super serious it's like it's legitimately very weird it is a a good weird and the kind of weird that i like that i enjoy and embrace you know when it when it comes to like 
just when it comes to like the weird shit and like if it's done well and creatively like i'm all for it it's just it's, it's fun i so that's kind of why i was completely like taking i don't know like it was like a breath of fresh air watching this movie because like i and not to like diss the franchise because again you and i talk about marvel films and dc films all the fucking time but it is a breath of fresh air to watch something like this be made and it gives me hope that like we we can be given this kind of good writing and and movies and all that good stuff you know so yeah, yeah. so yeah that's pretty much uh yeah everything everywhere all at once if you are still able to to check it check it out in theaters by all means please check it out um I think it's very deserving for like all the praise and like it's one of those hype. It's one of the movies that got hyped up that like lives up to the hype, you know. So, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, we have. But now moving from that, we have a lot of stuff coming up. And let me, Andrew, are you gonna? Do you want to talk about Top Gun, the, the sequel, the, the the sequel? I'll go see Top Gun if you want me to see Top Gun. I I don't even know if I've really seen the real the first Top Gun, but. I've ridden ridden the roller coaster, Top Gun, which is no longer Top Gun anymore, right? It's not. Wait, is it? I think it still might be there. I, no, I think they have to change the name though. Okay, okay. So, so I think it's something else, like base launch or something. Right. But anyway, I don't know if I've really actually even seen Top Gun, but I'll go see this one. All right. Uh, I mean, like, I, I think Tom Cruise good. is weird as shit, but I, 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 you know, a lot of his movies are good. Agreed. <laughs> Tom Cruise is weird, and the guy does his own stunts. So I am so surprised uh, that, like, for his, you know, as he's he's getting older too. But like a lot of the stunts that you see, he's actually flying the plane in uh, what Mission Impossible, uh, the last one where there was a helicopter with Henry Cowell. Like he actually like drove. He actually like drove the helicopter. So, it's yeah. So it's 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 crazy. So this guy's crazy, but he delivers. And so I'm, he has that char- that that also that like charisma that like you're drawn to. I don't know. So yeah, let's see. I'm gonna I'm actually I'm gonna check it out uh, in like two days. I'm gonna go to to the, my to my theater because they do like a five dollar, you know, movie night. So I'll go watch it for that. And and see and I'll, I'll message you if it's worth watching. If not, then I'll just talk about it. But I'm gonna. But I'm looking forward <laughs> to it. Uh, but besides that, again, we have like a shit ton of stuff that like we're gonna be talking about. So I'm super excited yeah, for Jurassic Park, Thor. Yeah. I I, I want to go see that Lightyear movie, the Buzz Lightyear one. Yep. 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 So yeah, I gotta make a list. So, yeah, I'm legit gonna make a probably at some point we'll write a list and send me a picture of like. Everything that I've essentially want to talk about, and then you can tell me yes or no. You know, I did um, hear they they re-released Morbius into theaters, Andy. If you want to go check that out again, Andrew, I just we I don't know what the it, the internet culture is a chaotic, random living thing. I don't understand it, and now we have you know like it just come up with like it because of the stupid like hadouken bad hadouken or the way that he even put his hands together which is like it's morbid time and i don't understand i don't understand it and then, they're, they're, then they do a little they had a little clip of like 
Jared Leto reading a reading a, a script or whatever. I think and then like and then he like plays through it and at the front of the page it's like they said Morbus a Morbius a sequel. It's Morbin time. Yeah. And I feel like they should have if they're gonna re release the movie, they should have at least added in that quote somewhere randomly for no reason. I'm not gonna lie to you. If they would have added the, that quote, I probably would have gone to see it just for that. I'm like, all right, they're gonna commit to it. Respect. I'll go see it. Um, it made like eighty five thousand dollars for the re release. Um, I don't think that's terrible, you know. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> but oh man, yeah. It's just it's we live in a crazy time. It's just we live in a crazy time. I don't know how else to to say it, but. Yeah, I guess we'll we'll wrap it up there. And if you have any, unless you have any other things you want to add, Andrew. Nope, I'm good. I think that's a good wrap up point. All right. Well, as always, this has been I Want to Talk Movies. My name is Andy. And I'm Andrew. We'll see you guys next time. <laughs>